<laughs> All right. Go, man. Good job. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Erwin. I need. Um. So let's see here. Uh. Yeah. So welcome back to Yin and Yang, the podcast. Let's see here. Uh, and uh, we are recording now. And then Aaron, and okay, so it's uh, Young, James here, then Dan, you there? Yep, it's Yin, Dan here. <laughs> All right, and we've got, who we got here? Uh, Aaron, a.k.a. Fish, but I guess for this podcast, I could be Koi. You know, <laughs> 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 we're going to do the Yin and Yang thing. Yeah. Are you guys yeah. melting? <laughs> so, um, so what's up? Uh, yeah, today... Thanks for coming on, Aaron. It was, it was a little, you know, uh, I, I just wanted to, you know, circle back about coming some of the top topics we talked about in the first episode with you. Mm-hmm. I guess we could kind of expand on and also, I don't know, some guest of the year episode. Is that what you're talking about? Was that the guest of the year episode? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you were like, you were one of our top podcasts for a while. Yeah, oh, yeah. for real? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, at the time when you came, you came out, you, you were the top podcast. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, um, something that Dan and I have been talking about recently, and I, I was wondering, I kind of wanted your input on was, uh, it's like sparring, right? Mm-hmm. So like kickboxing. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, actually, I have a good uh, subject about this too. Okay, yeah, yeah. So today's podcast, we you know we'll 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 see where it goes, but um, I kind of want to start out with martial arts, and uh, I've been going to that you know that gym recently. I'll tell you about, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I sparred with some guys, and I was you know pretty confident because I have yeah. some martial arts background, and I you know I know body movement fairly all right, and uh, I was like you know taking you know. I was able to protect my head and able to get mm-hmm. guys with some shots. And then there's this one kid. He's like in his early 20s. Um, Has something to prove. He was just uh, kind of lanky, good, very athletic looking. Um, and uh, yeah, and he was getting me, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, he wasn't like ego about it. He was okay. just pretty like... Maybe he's a little rough around the edges, though. It wasn't like refined technique. It was kind of like oh, I see. You know, kind of like, like a, sh- uh, like his technique just wasn't there. Like he hadn't been sparring long. He hasn't been. Yeah. And I asked him, dude, you're pretty good, man. You're getting me some shots, yeah. and he's like, oh, I've been only doing it for a month. Yeah. Also, he's raw. And I was like, like that. yeah. yeah. And yeah. I yeah. look, and I've been doing martial arts since I was since high school, right? Yeah. But you know, I haven't done that much sparring until fairly recently. Mm-hmm. But still, for him to for him to say that to me, I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. damn. And this goes back, Dan, to our our last talk about um, talent versus like uh, effort, n- natural talent versus effort, right? Mm-hmm. And you know these animes, right? Yeah. They're like, like there's oh, this he's guy, the chosen one. He's the chosen one. Yeah. But there's the other guy, like Rock Lee or whatever. He's like oh, working yeah. hella hard, mm-hmm. but he's he still can't get to that. So. I just I I don't know and D- Dan you, you you made some good points and I want to hear Aaron's take on this but yeah Dan what were some of the points you told me about yeah I there there are always going to be like once in a lifetime or once in a generation type of fighters and whatever martial art it is and they are not only um, they have the passion for the martial art but they have the talent so 
I think my grandmaster is one of those people. He's just like a once in a generation guy. Loves every, loves it from the very beginning. Yeah. Loves to teach it. Loves to do it. Lives and breathes it. And then, and he's talented at it. I mean, he has to be able to see things. As, not just talented for like learning the the different forms, but talented in the fighting parts of it. And I think that's what where uh, we were talking about last episode. Like, yeah, some people just love it so much, and they think that that's all. You just need a lot of passion. You'll just get to like the 99th percentile. But I was like, no, nah, I've I've sparred against a lot of people and, and I've seen a lot of people. You just didn't truly fight. Yeah. And I think that talent has a lot. You know, some people are just more naturally gifted at certain things. Yeah. I mean, so. yeah, that, that does go a long way. But I hope no one listening gets deterred to be like, oh, I'll never be yeah. that great. <laughs> You know, always strive for it. But it's like the same thing where, like, not everybody can be a doctor, I don't think. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, everybody just has, like, a natural skill set that either fits or it doesn't fit uh, to something. Uh-huh. And you just got to, like, play to your strengths after a certain while. Like, you know what's I mean? what's your personal experience? Like, do you did you take to striking or jujitsu pretty naturally, you thought? Um, I f- honestly, I feel like I've, I, I take to jujitsu a lot. Nat- more natural than I do to, sh- to striking mm. just because I don't know like my body fr- like my body frame and stuff just seems like it fits more with jiu-jitsu I don't know like I I have like a long torso okay and like stubby arms and legs <laughs> okay. which I guess long arms would you know be cool in jiu-jitsu but I don't know like I mean since I'm also like 6'1 6'2 on a good day but I have short arms Huh. It kind of like it doesn't translate well to striking. You know uh, what I mean? Like I have a high center of gravity, but at the same time, like I need to be coming in close to um, to to strike effectively. But at the same time, I you know like I'm sure like a lot of fighters are would listen to this and be like, oh, don't you're just making excuses. Right, you know? right. So I mean, at the same time, you know, hard work. You know, there's that saying where like hard work beats talent when talent refuses to work hard. Okay. You know, but what happens when talent does work hard? you're fucked exactly you know what I mean <laughs> like uh, you get guys like Anderson Silva I guess or, exactly yeah, like oh, yeah. like you like that guy you were talking about he he has like like raw um, unrefined potential but yeah. once you once you have like refined potential you know and you like get it concentrated then it's like a diamond in the rough mm. you know what I mean other like before that he's just cold he's kind of yeah and um, mm. what was interesting was that uh after I got like, uh, you know, we're, it's interesting. This this young kid is only like a month in or whatever, but he's been watching UFC for since yeah. he was like in a young teenager. Yeah, right? and I'm sure maybe when he says like, oh, I've only been here for a month, he probably means like he's been in that gym for a month. Right. But at the same time, I'm sure like him and his friends messed around. Yeah, yeah. like 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 oh, you know, like they wrestle and stuff. Sure, like they sure. try to do what they see. They look up YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, like a lot of people will be like, oh, I've been doing this for only a month. I think they say that to like impress people. <laughs> but I'm sure like at the same time, he's probably like been like uh, messing or, um, you know, like delving into, yeah, messing yeah. around with it, delving into the subject for, I'm sure for years. You know, like yeah. I said, he's been watching it for years. And just he's like been... to watch something, like you pick it up here yeah. and there. Like, do you ever practice visual visualization? Yeah. Things? Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, even with jujitsu, like to get a technique down, you can't read it. You can't read what mm. steps to take. You have to at least see a YouTube video yeah, if you yeah. want to learn a technique. Mm. You know, 
So it's like one thing, like visual stimulation for like those kinds of things. Because I wonder like for him, like <clears throat> there's something to be said about like watching something and kind of incorporating it. There's yeah. some guys who can watch something once and they fucking like, they can do like at least the rough estimate of what, mm -hmm. what form or whatever technique yeah. it is. And like those guys are like pretty, like for me for jujitsu, like I have to watch it a couple times, you know, like yeah. it takes me a little bit. But uh, I think I'm better than most, I guess, like mm -hmm. uh, at this point. But I've yeah. been doing it for a little bit. I mean, mm -hmm. Dan, do you have anything about that? Yeah, not. Hmm. Visualization. Yeah, some people just. Or, yeah, yeah. Visualization is always important whenever you're doing martial arts. They, yeah, I always teach that when you're doing even forms that you have to visualize, like striking something. Yeah, it's the whole thing about doing things with intent. Yeah. So everything in martial arts, you have to deal with intent. Otherwise, it, it doesn't serve a purpose. And it goes back to acting too, right? Acting and singing. Okay. When an actor does it, they, they kind of get into that, that moment, right? The, what's the motivation for doing that scene or you know, saying those lines? And singers have to sing with the idea that they're, they're, part, they're expressing those, the feelings of the, the words on the page. So everything mm -hmm. has to be done with intent. Yeah, no, and you can tell sometimes when the, the acting's bad or whatever, it's kind of like the intention's like muddled, you know, or like it's not yeah. clear, right? Yeah. And uh, I've, I've had that when I acted in some scenes uh, or did some improv. Because um, what's interesting is that you could be clear on your intent, but you could be smart about how you approach it, right? So like, um, so this goes going to acting and fighting. So like if you try, if you throw a punch with full intent, right? Um, that yeah. doesn't mean you're telegraphing, right? Or it doesn't mean you overextend yourself. It just means that you want to th your your intent is to like knock this fool out. But how you go about that, you could be smart about. It. Maybe you faint and then you you know you do the one and then you throw the two. I mean, uh, but all of that is part of the intention, right? Like the faking. Basically, the the, the ultimate goal is to like to defeat your your enemies. <laughs> right. Uh, and one thing I've been kind of, yeah, and you were telling me something that was really interesting is like, maybe I'm just in my middle ground, like the transition phase, right? You know how yeah. like when people learn stuff, whatever skill it is, there's like that kind of beginner spurt, right? Like if, if they have some talent, there's like this kind of spurt of like, whoa, I'm learning a lot. I'm getting kind of good at it. And then there's that kind of plateau where it's like, oh shoot, I have all these tools now. Like, wait, what do I focus on? And you get kind of muddled. Um, you know, I think and then after more and more years of refinement, um, yeah, Dan, actually, can you speak about this? I think you're, you're better. You, you, you said it much more clearer than, than I was, but like, it's kind of like the master and you, you're saying something about the master and the person who's starting out, they, they operate on the same kind of level, right? Right. So a master and a beginner fight the same way. They fight on instinct. They just do it. They don't think about it. And someone who is learning things and learning techniques, you know, if they're like on the transition after they've learned a lot of things, you know, they're advanced past the, the beginning stages. Now they're kind of thinking about things too much. Yeah, and yeah. The techniques will not come out naturally. Not until they've done it millions of times or thousands of times where it becomes part of their, their being that, you know, you're going to punch this way or, you know, everything feels natural. And that's what practice is all about. And that goes back to the, the, um, the Malcolm Gladwell thing, you have to do, put in the effort or put in the time before things become really good, before you become really good at something, right? So, yeah, that's well, just the way it is. Yeah, so you mean like you should, 
you got to practice enough to where it like in a real life or in a real scenario you do it without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. it it all just becomes like instinct almost yeah exactly like what you right. said instinct where you don't think about throwing a punch this way it just goes into it and i think a lot of, i think what you guys are talking about too is that when you say like at the beginning it goes off of instinct and then after a while like it starts to get muddled because they overthink it's kind of like um you know like they come into it with their glass full already okay like okay. like someone comes into jujitsu for the first time not knowing anything that first class they learn a lot that first class oh for sure and yeah. then they go home they look it up they look it up yeah and then they come back to class the next day like oh can you show me this can you show me this you know like their cup has been filled with all this information that they want to learn yeah yeah that they can't fill it up anymore with anything else oh you know what I mean? okay like they have to empty it they have to digest it exactly yeah, 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 yeah. you know they you got to come in with like a, a clear mind empty or mm-hmm. digest it and then like mm-hmm. yeah okay exactly uh yeah, and it's it's interesting. Like rolling with like uh, newer white belts. I'm a, I'm I'm a more seasoned white belt now, but um, rolling with them, like I can, like they can get me in these weird ass holds, mm-hmm. and I'm like just on their pure athleticism. Right? Yeah, yeah, they can get me in these like this really funky not right guillotine so i'm not mm-hmm. gonna tap but i'm like damn yeah. it, i'm kind of stuck <laughs> yeah and you they're just like like a vein's like popping out the side of their neck yeah they're, they're just, trying yeah. so hard and i'm just like chilling yeah. and like it's not comfortable but like i'm not expending energy and they're expending like hun- you know mm-hmm. so much yeah um and that seems that seems to be a, like a pattern for yeah. like new newbies well, yeah. well that like when when that happens and when i was like a white belt and i still you know i still roll with white belts yeah everybody rolls with white belts um it's, you got once they start to do that, you kind of have to like recognize it and and understand that, dude. It, that it's almost kind of like they're spazzing out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you got to be able to be like, hey man, like I, I get where you're coming from. You, yeah. Like s- slow it down. Be more. Be more thoughtful about what you're doing right now. Mm. Don't just like don't like freak out. You know what I mean? Okay. You got this guillotine, but do you really know what you're doing with this guillotine? Right, they're like cranking on my Ex- neck. I'm like, dude, exactly, because yeah. you're gonna, either gonna hurt me or yourself. One of one of those two things is gonna happen because you're not gonna get the submission. Right. But either I'm gonna get hurt and you're gonna, get, and neither of us want that, especially me. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want either of us to get hurt. So yeah, kind of gotta recognize that and and make sure you you take care of it. But I I sometimes. I, I get down on myself like damn wait how if I'm good enough I shouldn't even yeah. get caught in mm-hmm. that kind of weird position but because I'm not a master level yet you know mm-hmm. like I'm still in the transition phase I'll get caught in it but I'm good enough where I can breathe like, yeah 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 well I mean I guess you can't necessarily say I think you're just being too hard on yourself because oh, yeah. you can't necessarily say you're getting caught in it because you didn't get caught I mean, I'm not tapping. I mean, exactly. like, I know how to like get my hand in. Or exactly. Whatever. So yeah, yeah. they don't. They didn't catch you yet. Like even when you go against like a blue belt versus a blue belt. Okay. There'll be times when, to into your definition, they they've been caught. Air quotations, you know. But they're not. <laughs> the submission hasn't been in yet. Yeah. So technically, they're not caught. You know. Right. You, being caught, in in its realest sense, means you you got tapped. Okay. Okay. So, I think maybe. They're, I mean, since you know to get out, kind of shows your ability in jujitsu that mm. you know, like they're not able to tap you out with it. So right, okay. Like Dan, have you done any uh, grappling? You did some judo, right? I did some judo at Tenry. That yeah, place right. is pretty fun. 
Yeah, mm. I, and I also did at um, the Pasadena JCC, the Japanese Cultural Center. How, like, did you, did you naturally, place... t- sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. There, yeah, there did you naturally there. take to grappling, or you're more of a striker, or? I, I prefer striking, striking, but uh, I used to do a lot of moving step push hands, and that oh, right. actually helps with, uh, with grappling. Right, that's not, the stuff I show so much like the techniques. Yeah. Not so much with the techniques because I, I did learn some really cool things from like this Italian dude who just came by um, to Tenry and, and showed us some really cool techniques that I think are really applicable. I don't know if everyone knows those techniques, um, but it's some really cool stuff. I I didn't like toss or like uh, you talking about like hip no, tosses no. or throwing. Um, Suplex. He was showing us how. He was showing like how when someone turtles, you know, they just like go on their knees and you know crouches down and you know face down. Yeah. He showed us how to actually choke them out when they're doing that. That's oh, pretty cool. Oh, when they're turned around and on their on their knees. They're on their knees and they're like you know, just like curled up into a ball. Yeah. You know, like face down. Yeah. Oh, There's uh, a way like can, turtle you, turtle position. Oh, turtle position. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a way to choke them out, and it's pretty funny. It's oh, just yeah. the way he does it. Yeah, okay. there's a way to you know just use the gi. Yeah, and just like it's very easy. And just like, oh, might be. Uh, do you like easily. grab the lapel of it? Yeah, you have to grab the lapel, and then you you kind of like swing your left leg around and you like pull them out of it, arrow. and just, it's pretty fun. It's kind of like a know. bow and arrow or like a Peruvian necktie. Okay, I don't know yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, the okay. Um, yeah. So I, so you mentioned briefly you had a story. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't necessarily a story. It was more of like a topic because. Um, there's there's like a strong belief in some jujitsu programs, and I've been like debating this so much with with one of my friends yeah. and like a couple other jujitsu guys. But there's um, there's like a strong belief that a lot of schools do this, traditional schools, where they don't let white belts roll until they become a blue belt. What? Yeah. How do you become a blue belt then? I mean, I yeah. guess like based on like technique and understanding, having okay. the fundamentals down. But in see to 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 for me, like the way I look at it is like, do you really have an understanding if it's not applicable yet? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like um, you're right. It's kind of like, I guess it's kind of like uh, in in school where like, you know, you could know the concepts, but you never you never take a test so do you really know the concept it's kind of like oh uh, yeah like if you're a forever student right you ever hear mm-hmm. this term like yeah. you're always <laughs> there's people who like always in school taking classes but never really but that's kind of like their 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 safety blanket they don't want to go out to the professional world yeah. or whatever or um but like for these white belts yeah oh do i was damn i was pushing hands with this one guy and it was it got yeah. me kind of mad it, basically he's he, he let he kept letting me push him right and he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, just push me. It's fine. And then I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, and then he told me after, okay, I just want to tell you, you have a lot of tension here, here. I'm like, uh, okay. And I said, well, how come you always let me push you? He's like, oh, I'm not here for, I'm not here for the competitive reasons. I'm here to, you know, understand myself better and be more relaxed. I'm like, okay. But he, he didn't push me at all though. Like he wasn't able to get me off balance at all. But he let me push him all the time. Now, that being said, there is art about learning how to get submitted, how how to get pushed. I mean, you can feel where it is and feel how you got pushed off balance or how you got choked, and you can learn from that. 
But at the same time, if you never put yourself out there and try to do it to another person, you're only learning like half of, you're only seeing like half of the picture. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Do you guys agree with that or? Yeah. And well, I, I also thought that guy was just he didn't want he didn't want to lose maybe I don't know I was, yeah yeah loser <laughs> so like so like that's your take on like the whole white belts never rolling till they're blue belts I think it's uh, I think you should do light rolling there's something to it though because there's some white belts who need who people spaz out they spaz out they need people in the head like mm-hmm. on accident mm-hmm. you know quotation like, marks they're like first few months yeah see okay see and that that was like his um that was his argument sure you know? sure yeah. and like oh. Um, I, I know someone who doesn't do jujitsu because he's kind of scared to jump into it, you know? He's like, well, first off, you know, if you're too scared to do something, like, then there's, like, other aspects that you need to take a look at, you know? Your fear, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But also, it's like, okay, if that's the case, you don't have to... It's never mandatory that you roll, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's all It's never been yeah. mandatory that you roll, but to make it completely off the table... I think that's where it's um, like kind of like a mistake. Yeah. Not a mistake, but that's why I see like the fault in it and mm-hmm. the whole not letting white belts roll until they're blue belts. Because then like what what are they doing? I mean, you know, like competitions yeah. have white belt divisions. Yeah. So what what happens then? <laughs> they just have to wait until they're blue belt. Right? You know, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And you know, like like they're going into a tournament and, and never knowing what that is have, if they've only just drilled and that school is in a sense to my understanding just having their students constantly be at a disadvantage to any other school that allows their white belts to free train right but Dan, yeah Dan. the thing is i got a question about that i mean do you do you know one of these schools um i personally don't but i heard um that some gracie schools do that okay but the thing is like we have to know what what the blue belts are like right the yeah. white belts are obviously going to be disadvantaged because they've never sparred mm-hmm. but you have to see what what the ultimate effect is so if, if their blue belts become like better than or like on average better than the other blue belts yeah then they might they they might advocate like well you have to see what what it comes from doing it that way it's a very old traditional way of doing things. I know Japanese, lots of old Jap- old school Japanese schools are like that. Oh, um, like I, 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 I tried kudo for a little bit, which is What's the art that? of like shooting a bow and arrow. Oh, with, nice with a longbow, Japanese longbow. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't even let you touch a bow for like weeks and weeks, even you know forever. Versus like I took kendo, and kendo was like you gotta just like get your gear and let's go spar. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a different school of thought, but. Uh, each one wants to make sure that they they have a reason for it. I yeah. my my first kung fu school wouldn't even let um, people spar until they got to green sash, you know, which is like two belts up. And it's primarily because they have to learn how to punch correctly and kick correctly. Yeah. Before they can actually just go and do it. And it's also about safety. I, I've I've sparred against you know white belts um, from a different school, and you could totally sell, tell that uh, they were just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just like a level of comfort. If they know, some people are okay with just just going at it and just rolling, right? Yeah. Other people are like, I don't know what I'm doing, so they kind of like panic and and just like yeah, but just freeze up. But you know, like, like like you said, I mean, you make some very good points, and and like you said, some people feel super uncomfortable, some people don't. I mean, but couldn't it just be those people who are uncomfortable just don't do it? 
Well, the thing is, like, you want, if as a teacher, you want to be able to reach everybody. Yeah. The mark of a teacher is not to make someone who's great or talented even better. The mark of a, a good teacher is to make someone who's like shit into like something awesome. Yeah. And there's a, a martial artist, or there's a, a kung fu teacher in uh, my old kung fu school. I heard when he first started, he was not very good. Yeah, but no, I mean, I don't, I don't mean like, like, don't do it, like, go home and stay. I mean, just like, don't do the the sparring portion until they're ready. You know, like, don't, don't make it like, you can't ever do it. Like for your students, do you, do you have that limitation? You say, hey, you can't, guys can't spar. I don't. But the thing is, like, you have to like some people. I don't have that many students, right, to begin with. But if you have like a hundred students, what's the percentage of like people who are comfortable and not comfortable from the very beginning? I think there's like a big percentage of people who, even with push hands, who are not comfortable from the very beginning. So if you say 40% are not comfortable, well then, you know, 40% out of like 100 students, like 40 students, that can't do everything. So you might as well just start everyone at an even baseline. You just yeah. make them do like drill things over and over again until they like understand like some set of some set of tools that they can use mm. in the sparring, in the push hands. And then once they're everyone has that same baseline, then you can just like let them go. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess I guess there's some merit to that. But do you, um, and if that's the case, like you know, like if they're not sparring, are they doing something like along the lines of it? You know, like drills, like live drills, situational yeah. drills, you, situational drills, all those things, right? Yeah. But I'm not saying that they should never ever spar. I think that the idea is just to get everyone to a certain level, right? Same basic level mm-hmm. of like competence before they're like, okay, now everyone's starting from the same place versus like. If I'm very uncomfortable doing it, and James is really comfortable rolling, and I go against him, I'm like locking up. I'm just, I'm like, getting defeated and pushed around and like choked out all the time. I'm gonna be very discouraged about yeah. coming back. That's a good point. Like, some people they need that kind of encouragement, or they maybe they shouldn't jump into sparring or rolling right away. But yeah. then it's a mark of a good teacher who can kind of pinpoint these students like you know what that student over there should probably drill some do some more situational drilling before i throw him to like shark tank or whatever you know right yeah but then the thing is like if you start singling those people out they're gonna feel kind of weird in their school so if you just start everyone at the same baseline it's like okay everyone's gonna like you know just do, do the same sort of techniques over and over again through situational things and once they get you know comfortable with like 10 different types of choke holds or whatever submission holds yeah then you go okay now you can go ahead and start rolling okay okay so so would so i mean in your opinion would you consider that like in this scenario would you consider like getting your blue belt or like any martial arts um equivalent of a blue belt like you said like with the other one getting a green sash would you consider that the official starting point or would you still consider a starting point you know what i mean yeah or would this cons- this, your starting point still be their first day when to start sparring is the question i guess yeah, yeah. when to start sparring yeah. or when 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 is it officially part of your journey right yeah exactly so the official part of your journey is, is definitely from day one once you start learning how to punch or kick or like a submission hold that's your day one and then you're not gonna like fight the same way like if you yeah suppress everyone until they're a blue belt they're not gonna fight like a beginner yeah they're gonna be like in that transitional phase and they're gonna just like see things but they're not gonna be instinctual about it mm-hmm. mm. but i i do i am like a big advocate of sparring though yeah. like regardless of whatever you have to do it there are some certain there are certain systems that do not spar uh there's one called kung fu sansu i know that all they do is techniques and the reasoning is that 
their techniques are too deadly to use in a sparring situation. But if you don't ever spar, you don't see the distance that you need, the timing that you have to be, you know, how to close in on someone when you actually strike or punch. And I, I just I don't believe in, in just techniques only. Right. That's yeah. that's really idiotic. It's, yeah. Even if you're you, even if you can't use everything, you're not gonna use eye gouges or punches to the groin or joint locks or kicking out people's knees. But at least you can use like some of your tools to use strategy to like develop how am I gonna get mm -hmm. those things open? You know, how am I gonna strike a, the head? And if I strike the head, what else opens up? Right. Have you heard of, of a technical blue belt? No, what's that? A so a technical blue belt. I don't know if that's the right word, but you know how there are like DVD box sets of like jujitsu techniques? Okay, yeah. So you can like buy that DVD box set uh, and you you watch it and then you record yourself doing a certain amount of techniques, you send it in, and then they mail you your blue belt. Wow. So you have <laughs> I, I do know this. This is this is that's distance learning. Yeah. And they have it in lots of different martial arts. Yeah. So what do you think about the validity of that? Uh, I I'm a very I grew up in Shotokan karate, that's and uh, and traditional like teacher, sensei Hands passing on. down mm -hmm. the information. So I I do not believe in that because, I mean there's there's only so much you can tell from a video. There's some yeah. intricacies of like his breath, like um, how he's how he has his body uh, body weight. Like oh he could have done the hold, but you could tell that. If you were closer or in person, you could tell like he could totally got got swept, yeah. right? You know, and I think you have to put in like you have to like mail in forty dollars with that uh, with the DVD <laughs> submission. So. It's a money scam, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dan, what do you think sure. about that? Yeah. Uh, you know, it. I, I. It depends on what you're trying to get out of it, right? Mm -hmm. If you're if you're like thinking. I'm gonna I like how he's like much more diplomatic. About he is. It. He is, he is, he is. <laughs> no, but he does well, have a point. Is, yeah. yeah. You have to think about what you're going to get out of it. Like if you're like in doing wushu, right? Where who those guys traditionally do not spar that I know of. Yeah. Because wushu was, was built forms. on yeah. like forms, forms and Dance. forms competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A performance. Performance. So I mean, if yeah, you're yeah. like doing something more like that, or if you're even doing like tai chi, who a lot of people who do tai chi these days do not do it for the combative arts. They just do it for health purposes. Right. They can actually get something out of it. But if you're talking about someone who's who's like a boxer, I'm gonna get my you know whatever it is, blue belt in boxing or blue belt in jujitsu or blue belt in I'm just imagining something that, someone... that's based on com com combat. Yeah. Then that's not gonna work out. Yeah, I'm just imagining someone stepping into a ring and yeah. be like, "Yeah, man, I've uh, I'm a technical boxer. I've or... completed I've completed over 40 hours of simulated training." <laughs> Um, oh, and who knows if they're super if going back to our natural talent if they have natural talent maybe they're really good who knows um this this you mentioned something you know boxing okay i mean um something i worry about when i do sparring uh in striking not so much jujitsu mm -hmm. even though there's sometimes you get bumped in the head with like knees and stuff but in like striking boxing or with kickboxing is getting hit in the head Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and they talk about gym wars, right? Like, yeah. um, there's an article on the Herald. Uh, I think it was all Herald Sun or whatever. Some there's an article talking about how, uh, you know, a, a lot of trauma is not actually the fights itself, but the training from the training, yeah. bad training, like the guys getting hit in the head. And I don't know if you could like for your kickboxing, you've done a few smokers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like, do you worry about head trauma? Yeah, or, like and. How do you balance that with like you want to spar though too, right? Yeah, I mean, well, 
you need to get used to be getting hit in the face. You know what I mean? Not, not, There's not a like, cost for that. Yeah, but not yeah. in the sense like, I don't mean like get used to it like, oh, anybody can hit me in the face now. I mean like, you need to be in the ring. You need to get to a point where you're in the ring and you get hit in the face and it doesn't change your game plan okay. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Because like someone who's just like going back to the, like someone who's who's never sparred before. Yeah. If you've never sparred before, all you've done is technique, all you've done is hit pads. Yeah. You step into a ring and you get hit once, boom, that changes everything. You have no idea, like, whoa, I got hit. This is what it's like. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like you need to have, like, that sense of, like, knowing what it's like. That's what I mean. Like, you got to be used to be getting hit. Mm. You, know, you know what I mean? But at the same time, um, a lot of, like, the, the, big, the big guys in, in the UFC or any kind of big uh, mixed martial arts promotion they say that they don't spar anymore no i mean like they do like like mitts and like they they do like a couple like light stuff yeah yeah but like most of their sparring was like when they were like starting out in it not like they don't uh, spar anymore at all well like well, they, they, very they, very limited very very light like john jones yeah he said like he he did an interview with joe rogan where he's like man if i if i leave with um, if I leave training with a headache, then I know I didn't. Then I, I know like I'm mad. That like, that's what he says. Like if he has a headache, then he's mad because that means like he went too hard oh. and he took he took too many needless shots that he didn't need to take. He's mad at himself. Yeah. Okay. Or he's mad at like a situation. The where, situation. Like, someone yeah. like like you know like you don't need to really be sparring at that level. You yeah. don't really need to be sparring hard to the point where like someone gets like knocked out in a training situation mm. you know you should be moving around getting tagged maybe going like you know like when you spar you go like maybe like 70 percent yeah yeah i think what he's saying is that he's he, he trains and his sparring is more at like a 30 percent where yeah. it's more of just like the movements and pop 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 right head. here yeah, yep, yeah, yeah get yeah. out pop 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 you know yeah, Dan, did, what were your thoughts on that? Because you've, you've been clocked a few times, yeah? I mean, if you spar with that many people, it's bound to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, at my old Kung Fu school, we try to avoid uh, too many headshots. Yeah. You know, we, you, you just, like, go over the head. You know, you do, like, you punch over the head. But to the body and kicks to the body are totally fine because there have been people who have been kicked in the jaw and had, had their jaws shattered. Oof. Oh. So we try to avoid those things. You know, you can... Some people just don't have the control. It's not even just about you. It's more about your opponent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It it also has like a lot to do with like where you want to take it in the future. Like if you're just someone who who's kind of like doing it to like be in shape, you know, and like wants to learn the art and maybe um, and not necessarily compete in it. You don't want to be taking those shots for no reason. You know what I mean? Right. It's like what's the point of me losing brain cells mm-hmm. for like a sparring match you know yeah <laughs> when, um, so then you come back to the baseline thing right yeah now i need to know who has the control if i fight against a white belt you know someone who's like punching and kicking they're gonna like just punch and kick because they're gonna like it's like an ego thing at that point yeah it's not about getting better or helping other people get better or perfecting your technique or strategies and things like that mm-hmm. it's about ego i was like i'm just gonna beat the shit out of someone Ugh. and they're gonna punch you in the face with no control right fuck those guys yeah 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 fuck those guys but the thing is like now you have to like bring the baseline back up to like okay i need everyone to be a blue belt 
because I need to know that they can control the punches and kicks. They can do it fast and hard, but they, they should be able to pull it too. Yeah. But devil's true, true. advocate, uh, if you're good enough, you should be able to handle those, those assholes too, right? I mean, like, basically, you've got to learn how to handle assholes because not everyone in the world's going to be a really nice sparring partner, you know? Yeah. Um, so once in a while, I think you... Like, there's some guys in, you know, jiu-jitsu who will do, like, the wrist locks, which mm-hmm. are kind of frowned upon, but they're effective, right? Yeah, I mean, like, or they're the frowned upon, lock, like, in training, you yeah. know what I mean? Like Heel know. hooks and yeah. stuff. I, well, I mean, no, like, we do heel hooks and, and ankle locks on the regular. Yeah. It's it's more of kind of, like, like, like um, techniques where you, you kind of, like, pull on, like, the collarbone, <laughs> okay. you know what I mean? Or, you like, here, yeah, 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 like, yeah. like when, um, like, when the hand's hidden from the, ju- from the ref, like, it's in a position where it'd be hidden from the ref, you're, like, pulling on the thumb, like, oh, those kind of things yeah. are, um, are, uh, really dirty. frowned upon. Yeah, like, the dirty stuff, you know what I mean? Like, that stuff's frowned upon in, in a training situation, but, but uh, okay, so, Going back to your point, the devil's advocate, you have to like take care of, you have to be able to handle those people, right? Yeah. But what if you're a blue belt and you're sparring against a white belt who can't do it and a blue belt is just like still in a transitional phase? Yeah. What if he just like kicks you in the nuts? There's no way that, you know. Are we talking about jujitsu or are we talking about striking? um, So you're talking about for like, like in striking arts, if a guy kicks you in the nuts or you're talking about grappling arts or. Either way. Either way. Well, well, if the, so for me, I mean, I'm, I'm a blue belt. And like, I mean, I've always like for a while, I've, I considered for a while, I considered my, when I was a white belt, I can for a while at towards the end, you know, I was considering, I considered myself to be like a, a high level white belt, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're almost a blue belt, you kind of see yourself like, oh, I'm like the higher tier of that l- lower bracket. Sure, sure. So, um, like, even then I would be like, like, if someone's like spazzing out, I, you know, like I would recognize, but like, hey man, like, let's like calm down a little bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get hurt. I know you don't want to get hurt. You're still, you're still new. Okay. Don't, don't get in, don't pop, don't blow your knee out before you even get started in this thing. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And then a little bit too is like, if I'm rolling with someone who like doesn't really um, know what they're doing, I kind of take like a step back. And then okay. kind of just like flow with it, you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. Yeah, like you you don't shut it down. You yeah. just flow with it. Okay. Yeah, um, you know, or like you know, like 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 they're like spazzing out. What I'll do is like I'll get wrist control, and okay. then you know, like they and then it, when, when they start to like fling their arms around, it's like you know, like they can't get out of the wrist control just by flinging their arms around. Right. It it like teaches them, dude. To get out of this, you're gonna have to use technique. Oh. You know what I mean? But once they're throwing bows, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> once they start, like once they start doing something dirty, like on a like consistently. Yeah. Like if someone starts doing like that collarbone thing. Yeah. Or starts like pull my thumb. Yeah. Then I kind of start doing like some some stuff that's like a little bit douchey too. You know. What oh, I mean? you do it back to them. A little bit. Just, <laughs> well, just because it's like it's kind of like that's when like you like you realize, you know, it's kind of like when when your kid. Like when, when I, I mean, I'm not a parent, but dad, maybe you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Dan, tell me. When, when, about. when like your, when your kid like, um, like steals another kid's toy or something. Okay. All right. You have to like teach that kid like what they're doing is wrong. So like, I don't know, you like, you take their toy away too. Yeah. Or, you know, or you like, you talk to them about it, you know, or like your kid's being a bully. So you kind of like get like one, like the older kids to kind of like bully your kid back or, you know, something like that. <laughs> now, wouldn't it wouldn't it be fair to say that even for every technique, so te- like whatever move, the okay, the 
it's what what we consider dirty, what we consider like kind of like messed up. Can there is a spectrum of yeah. messed upness? Sure. Some guys say fucking wrist locks are terrible, right? Whereas I think, dude, in the street situation, like or whatever. Yeah. Uh, however, it's like. But for all those techniques, there is a counter. There are ways to get out of it. Yeah. Even if someone got your thumb, you can. There's ways to like maybe slip out and stuff. Yeah, true. But to train those things, there's higher yeah. risk of injury. Well, so, okay. So here's the thing. Um, things like grabbing somebody's thumb, yeah. or their finger, or their collarbone, I, I frown upon it because like it's very easy to just like break it. You know what I mean? To break that finger, break the collarbone. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. you're pushing on that rib or something like that, right? Yeah. But a wrist lock, I don't think it's necessarily that bad because it's a sanctioned submission. And all you have to do is just tap to it and then it's done. Okay. You know what I mean? Like. That's my Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, like, like your thumb get like someone pulling on your thumb. You can't necessarily tap to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, like they could just break it like so so easily. And like they'll break it before you even have a chance to 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 react to it sometimes. Hmm. Cuz um uh, going back to cuz there's this book, I mean, going back to like the art of learning book, um uh he does push hands, right? And he talked about how he kept getting like jabs to the throat, right? From another from another competitor and basically or from his other training partner. And at first he was like, dude, you know, fuck that guy, right? But then after a while, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna seek that guy out. So he sought that guy out and trained with him. And when the guy tried to do like a throw jab during push hands, which is not even a striking sparring yet, <laughs> right. he was able to like, you know, get the chin down or able to deflect the, 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 throat, the throat strike. Was it an intentional throat strike? No, yeah, his partner yeah. was trying to do throat strikes in a freaking pushing competition and then what happened was that when some guys in competition tried to do some dirty shit to him mm -hmm. he was better versed on how to def deflect that so there is some gray area so like okay for, uh, one thing for me is um some of those white belts that are mm -hmm. kind of like spazzing out yeah i i kind of i kind of seek them out and maybe i'm putting myself at risk yeah but i feel like i have better control now mm -hmm. um because i I, I'm, I mess around with these, okay, they're going 100, and like if I try to meet them at going 100, like going head on head, I'm gonna lose, I'm gonna, yeah. someone's gonna get hurt. Yeah. So now I'm trying to figure out, they're going like fucking rah, you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, what are you doing? And I try to be so relaxed so that if they're doing that shit to me, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know? And then, kind of just like that. You just kind, you're of, kind of like that baby that like when someone tries to pick them up, they just like put their arms up yeah. and you know, like they just slide up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're trying to do like a weird ass more <coughs> or something. I'm like, yeah. just put my hand up. Well, those, those, those kinds, like to, I, I technically try to stay, I actually try to stay away from those guys. Like if I know they're a spaz, but sometimes I have to roll with them. Yeah, yeah. But for me, <laughs> for me, like my, my, I think, personally, I think my style kind of like works well against them. Okay. I mean, like you see me, I kind of like I tend to just chill and guard. You You're know? a really chill dude. Like, yeah, he's a pretty chill. If you ever roll, come up here, we should roll. But like, Aaron's a really chill role. I learned a lot from Aaron, even though he gets he destroys me. But uh, he's really yeah. Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. See, I kind of I'll, I'll stop the I'll stop the bragging for yeah, you. Thank <laughs> you. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I tend I tend to just like like chill out and you know because like and I guess that kind of like helps like that that scared white belt like to calm down you know what i mean yeah because it's kind of like 
when you see like a bunch of stuff flying at you, yeah. you have to react super quick. Uh-huh. But then once you see that dude who's just kind of like zoned, mellow out, yeah. you're just kind of like, oh, well, what, what do I do? What do I do? Mm. Right? And then, it's, and then like, I'll, like, they're like, oh, dude, like, why are you so calm? It's like, well, like, you know, like, think about what you're going to do next now. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Don't, don't just like, don't just start going crazy now. Now you actually have to like think what you're, you have to like be conscientious of what, what you're doing mm. right now. And then, you know, like, all I do is like, I pretty much just like lay, I just lay down. Just lay down. Like- I, I always just like lay down. And then um, with like all that they're doing, I kind of just like wait for like an opening that always comes up when, when you start being spazastic. Yeah. You know, and then I just jump on that counter and take it home and then yeah yeah um so dan, dan did you have anything to add to that or the yeah, going back to like dealing with assholes and all that yeah. stuff you you might be able to do it but what about another beginner no yeah no it uh, basically i think it's part of the testing ground is what i'm saying like i've sparred and rolled with people I don't like or that are kind of asshole-ish right. or whatever and uh but my, it's not just to like yeah sorry go ahead not, yeah it's not just for you but to like uh, if I were to run a school yeah I I have to like worry about the people who safety who can't deal with it yeah, yeah. oh yeah that's true I, I mean, mean I right. guess I'm just I'm like I try to stay calm in like a lot of things yeah in, anyway so I guess that's why I'm able to deal with it but yeah like Dan said like what about the guy who's not who doesn't have like my Mind frame, your skill set, yeah, your background, right. your experience, yeah, right? exactly. So you might be able to deal with it, and you have to like, oh, you know what? I gotta just deal with assholes like this. But what if there's like another white belt who's just like, you know, two weeks into it, he's not gonna be able to deal with assholes who are like spazzing out. Mm-hmm. That's true. We'll take. Well, I mean, chances are that other white belt is spazzing out just, <laughs> as, just as bad. So yeah. So so Den does have a point with the whole. Uh, then you have two spazzes who are gonna hurt each other, exactly, fuck each other up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially like, I, I, I wonder about this. I, 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 sorry. I just keep kind of going back. Like I, maybe I'm paranoid about like the, you know, trauma, you know, like either like for, for jujitsu, a lot of jujitsu guys have messed up knees. A lot of jujitsu guys have fucked up shoulders. Uh, A lot of strikers, you know, they, some of them get punch drunk you know mm-hmm. uh, that punch drunk is probably my worst because like i i use my brain for everything well you, we all use our brain yeah. for everything you know <laughs> and uh i i i wonder and i we i've you know i've talked to you know uh, a lot of fighters you know for the documentary and one of, uh, and a writer who he, he fights as he fought before as well sam sheridan he made a really good point is that uh this body right there's a cost and basically for you to get to a you know a high level fighting level, you have to spar, right? We can all agree to that. You have to spar either in, in rolling and and fighting. At but some point in time. At eventually. some point in time. Now the intensity of that is can be moderated, right? Could be can could be in training. It should be probably you know thirty percent or or less maybe. But um, at one point or another, you're gonna compete and they're going a hundred and there's mm-hmm. chances of brain injury so like and he made a good point was that um you know you 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 sacrifice for the things you love regardless of what that is Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if your love is for fighting for boxing or whatever guess what 
you sac you put your brain at risk. You put your brain at risk because you put your love life at risk. Yeah, don't don't tell me anything like oh oh, but there's boxers that can you know take hits and still. It's, the brain is not meant to be hit. Can we all get agree to that? The brain is yeah. not meant to be hit. I'm just like I'm yeah. not trying to be disrespectful or anything, but I mean like, have you heard Mayweather try to read? It, is it tough? No, he he can't read. Oh no, damn. I I don't know like if he's. If that's because of like brain trauma or if he just like never he never learned or anything. yeah you know like he just like focused on boxing i guess i never really like really looked into that story i just right. know like he can't read but guess what he's the he's, he's yeah. the one percent of the one percent of boxers right he know okay he he knows how to box i'm not gonna say he's the greatest boxer he's not the great he knows well, how yeah. to box yeah yeah he knows how to don't knows, don't don't hit us mayweather <laughs> he, he, know, he knows how to win is what i'll say okay he knows how to win right um but i mean that that goes with everything right like it's all about strategy some people play a video games a certain way that's true that nobody likes but it's it's a winning way yeah like in super smash bros uh -huh. they use kirby okay and they just absorb the character Jump off the edge, spit them out, and then go back to safety. Oh, is that cheap? Yeah, that's cheap. That's just it's so cheap. But it's a technique. It's a technique. It's a technique, it's a technique that it's a te wins. It's like a wrist lock, you know? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was reading about this guy who's like supposed to be like one of the best Super Smash Brother guys, but everyone hates his guts. Yeah. Well, and it's just the way he plays. Yeah, it's like that guy who um. It's Jeopardy, or you know. Well, I was gonna say it's there, there's this guy who, who like has like this, perfect um technique to catch um fl to catch baseballs at baseball games okay and so like he he has like youtube videos but everybody hates his guts because because you know like he's caught like so many of them oh. so basically it means like every for everyone he's caught he's took he's taking that opportunity from someone else yeah, yeah like yeah. a once in a lifetime thing yeah that he's done over like five thousand times. Wow! You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, he can give the ball away, but that that feeling of catching it is yeah, gone that for he, that person. And, and everybody hates his guts. For oh. it. But he figured it out. You know what I mean? So. So guess what? Those other people got to figure it out too, right? Exactly. Or, um, exactly. Because this goes back to a, a, a good point. Um, Tim Ferriss, right? He's a, uh, he's like a champion in like like Chinese kickboxing. You know, he's like this uh -huh. writer and. And he only trained for four weeks. So what he did was basically he looked at the rules. I think I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, he looked at the rules. You get the most points from pushing the person off of the, mm -hmm. the stage, the lay tie, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, he since he has a, some sports background, he knows how to cut weight, like yeah. seriously cut weight. He like, looked at like the rule set for yeah. like... Um, like like the weigh-ins yeah that it was like a, a day before a day before yeah so he cut like 26 pounds or something of like right? just water weight and then he gained back 26 pounds in one day yeah and then when the fight happened all he did was just push guys off the <laughs> yeah because he weighed like he towered over them he's exactly. like 26 yeah but at the same time to say that isn't as easy as it sounds it's not he didn't just go in there and just like like just just like patty cake this guy out the yeah way. yeah I mean, it takes there effort was, yeah there were still punches and kicks being thrown sure sure know? and he himself he's like he's, yeah he lifts well yeah I, I remember I, re I read that story this yeah. guy's like like some like tech guy yeah he's like a startup guy multi-millionaire uh yeah he wrote the four-hour work week yeah yeah exactly um yeah. smart dude he knows how to deconstruct things exactly and he he made a really good point in his book was saying well guess what because of that 
a lot of other guys are doing it now. Yeah. And they've they the, a lot of other you know those kick Chinese kickboxers are, are cutting weight now, and it's become pa- part of the course. Yeah. Now that but since everyone people are doing that, then they have to work at other strategies like the kicks and punches. Exactly. As well. well, yeah, like in like the UFC, I don't think you'll find any fighter who doesn't cut weight. You know no, yeah, mean? everyone cuts weight now. Exactly. Yeah. That's why. Dude, every pound counts. That's why people like are like killing themselves to like make weight. You know? What yeah, I, mean? I don't know if Even, it's healthy. Yeah, it's it's really not. Even in like jujitsu tournaments where it's like same day weigh ins. Yeah, you'll see guys who who like weigh in, and and then after they weigh in, they're like sitting on the side trying to eat like a banana. Okay. And drink a Pedialyte, but they're like too weak that they can't even like finish chewing that banana. Oh my god! And they still step on that mat and perform. You know what I mean? That's crazy, dude. Um, I mean, so yeah, you're basically bringing everyone back to the same baseline. Exactly. Everyone's you're pulling everyone back to the path. Right, yeah, but the like path no one has that advantage anymore. Right, but the path there is you know there's like what are the rules? How do we take advantage of it? And then everyone takes advantage of it, everyone sees that and then becomes to another. Now it's, it's like from here, you know, take advantage, one guy shoots up, then everyone tries to follow and then now it's another plateau, I guess. It's kind of like, it's like everything though. Yeah. With like, at, yeah, with like the arts, with like, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, yeah I mean. It's kind of like that whole, like, um, that whole thing where like some people be like, just, just make steroids legal and if like people want to do it, then they'll do it. But do you really think that some people are are gonna not do the steroids when like some people are? When they're already gonna have like that huge advantage, you know what I mean? It's basically like if everyone could cheat, like uh it's like that not it's like that Naruto episode where like if everybody could have like plus ten to their strength um, <laughs> attribute, yeah, you're not gonna take it, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Or like if the negative for taking it is so minimal, like it like so like the Naruto anime they they were taking a test, right? But if you're caught cheating, it's only like minus one point or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wait. I think, and then there were like a bunch of different ways that they the were different, cheating. Everyone was cheating, yeah. Like that one guy was using like a fly. Yeah, yeah. and one guy was using like an eyeball, like a sand eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That was the... Uh, that was, that's a good episode. Before that they, episode was so dumb, uh, but it was yeah, so good at the same I, time. I hate the filler. You know, hey, fuck filler episodes, but that was a good episode. Though, yeah, yeah, dude. You know why filler episodes happen? Wait, no. Do you know... <laughs> Is there a reason? Dan, yeah. do you know that? I, I want to know this. Yeah. Why? Filler episodes happen because, um, okay, you know, like to, to like make a manga, like yeah. takes so long, you yeah. know, like to make like that book version yeah. of it, yeah, it yeah. takes so long to, and you know, like you read it, you know how long that takes, right? Yeah. To yeah. read it, to translate it into um, like a cartoon just happens so much faster. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Even like with commercial breaks and stuff. So like they have to do stuff to like fill in like the time frame. Like to fill in the space. I'm so that's why yeah. that's why Dragon Ball Z like they power up for so long. Oh my god! It's not because they're constipated. It's because <laughs> it's because it's they, like the one whole episode. Ah, and exactly. like oh no, oh no, when is he coming? You know oh, when yeah. like he's building that Kamehameha way for so long. Yeah. But in the manga, it's literally from like one frame to the next that <laughs> he fires it. So yeah. I I. So I, I'm so dumb. I watched all of the original Naruto episodes, even the fillers, because yeah. I thought that maybe maybe there's some maybe story there's connection. Some, yeah. And then there's I none. I wasted so much time. And I'm like, yeah, dude. There's an episode in Dragon Ball Z, which like I always thought it was entertaining, but like I look back on it, it had nothing to do. Where Goku and Piccolo, yeah, an alien, yeah, a Namekian who's an alien, they both go to get their driver's license. Oh God. But but it's like, why do they need a driver's license? They can both fly. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, was it a good episode though? It was a good. It was funny. <laughs> it was funny, dude. It was a funny. 
But yeah, they have to be funny. You know what I mean? They have to be. They have to make some. Yeah, yeah. Um, I we interesting. To- Dan, did you want to add to that? I don't, do you watch much anime or? I used to watch a lot more. I don't watch as many as much anime as I used to. I mean, do you have a good one that's contemporary? Uh, Full Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay, I haven't. Oh, I, I watched the original one. I didn't watch like the Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I, I watched a little. I watched a little bit of both. Um, the ending of Brotherhood was a lot more rewarding than than the than the original the, one. Than the original. Yeah. One. It's because it was more true to the, the manga. manga. Yeah, it was a, a true. Yeah, adaptation. I never read the manga. Oh, have you ever heard of this anime called Akame Ga Kill? Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, that, it that, uh, no. that one was good. It's good. It's good. It's, it's about it's, murder or what? No, dude. It's um. Well, I can't really give it away. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's basically they're. It's about like this group of um, rebels, and they're trying to uh, take de- overthrow um, the government that's super shady. Okay, okay. Super corrupt. Okay, I'll, I'll write that down. A- yeah. Akame, A K A M E. Yeah. G A K I L L. Dude, it's it's super hard. It's like it's super good. Like yeah. you know, like well, I don't want to give anything away. But like yeah, I was yeah. watching an episode. And my mom happened to like sit down. Yeah. And so like, and then like, <laughs> and then she was like watching, and then it ended, and then she goes like, so, 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 what happened? What happened to them? Uh-huh. And then I was just like, gotta wait yeah. till the next episode. Like, no, yeah, like something happened. I was like, yeah, I know. I just, uh, I just don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm in just as much shock as you are. That's and good storytelling. That's good you know storytelling. I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I've noticed this. Lot of mar- like a lot of people in general love mar- love anime, but martial artists in general or fighters fucking love Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, yeah. Dude, yeah. Um, uh, anime, anime, or maybe like Attack on Titan or whatever. They, it's it's I don't know. What do you know? What the connection? I I have a I have a theory, but I want to hear your guys' theories. I don't know. I think it's just like the aspect of like seeing what you what something that you love like you know like martial arts but like yeah. just taken to like such an extreme to to like a point where like <laughs> it's ridiculous you know yeah you know like it's where it's ridiculous like you'll never be able to achieve what they're doing super saiyan four it, five yeah. nine ten but like how how many times when you were a little kid yeah. were you like going like ah! yeah with like all your friends <laughs> like just like play hey you guys want to play dragon ball z yeah, like, yeah, yeah. shoot like who doesn't want to shoot fi- chi balls like chi exactly. fireballs from their hand but know? in some sense they're still like doing like martial arts and stuff you know what sure, I mean? sure yeah, like yeah. some of their technique like in um uh i know this isn't an, an anime or but it's it's really close to it but um avatar the last airbender okay you know like all the bending that they were doing was still some form of like a real martial art oh okay okay you know like they all had like some like roots in like martial fire arts. water okay yeah, yeah like oh. the, like with their bending techniques mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, that's actually one. That's like my favorite. Um, it's not an anime though. Yeah, but it's right. my favorite. Cartoon. Well, it's it's the American cartoon, I guess. Or yeah. I don't, yeah. Dan, what was you have a theory or? Well, with Dragon Ball, I think Dragon Ball is probably like everyone's start for anime. Yeah. yeah. Because that that's like the old school one that everyone keeps watching and stuff. Yeah, the first but mainstream. They, one. they have some really good ideas of like you got to work out. Mm-hmm. You got to like put in the effort and put in the time. Gravity machine, come on, guys! Yeah. Gravity machine. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But but truth be told, like if we even like did like two times Earth gravity, we'd just be crushed. What? Yeah. 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 Just two times? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Because like think of how you are now, like it's pretty good. Like I don't know. Yeah. But like like isn't yeah. a roller coaster getting close to two times sometimes or like no no I mean you can you can still pull two G's but 
like jet fighters do two Gs, but I don't think they can do it for a prolonged period of time. Yeah, but sorry, Dan, I cut you off. What, what were you saying? Like jet fighters, they do. I think they do two Gs. No, I, I mean like how, how with the Dragon Ball Z thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you're saying that Dragon Ball Z was like the everyone's because it's so classic. Well, it's like it's all about like working out. Okay, it's just like martial arts, right? You have to like do the push-ups and kicks and like punches, and Dragon Ball Z like showed it that that wasn't just like natural talent. That's you have true. To, like, work at That's it. true. But going back to natural talent, Goku is a fucking uh, yeah. He's yeah, a super dude. saiyan. Yeah, He's oh, that's chosen- true because yeah. Vegeta is the prince of all saiyans. Yeah, teached he by birthright he should be great, but, but he, he and wasn't. Goku's just like a pauper. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Like, like he wasn't like no royalty, right? Yeah. But, wait, but wait, wait, what's pauper? This is like new slang. A pauper? <laughs> no, like a pop, like the king and the pauper. P a u p e r. Oh, yeah, yeah like yeah, like oh, a poor okay. boy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like, that is like slang like this is lit it was like in the realest sense of the word <laughs> you know but yeah like so yeah you know Goku just had like that natural like Goku was always has always been one step ahead of Vegeta dude that's why Vegeta is my favorite character because he's everyone loves behind. Vegeta come on who who uh, favorite character of Dragon Ball Z um um Trunks wow interesting I like Gohan. I, I'm Vegeta all the way. I liked Gohan until he became kind of like young. Young Gohan was where it was at. <laughs> young you know, but not not when it was like, oh, I have like a wife and daughter. Oh, when he grows up. Yeah. Well, oh, how, what about part. the Android series where he has to? Uh, wait, no, no. He Trunks goes back in time, right? Yeah. And then he finds Gohan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Gohan seems pretty cool. I think I mean, if I remember that storyline correctly, but yeah, yeah, Gohan, the young Gohan, like the one that yeah. defeated Cell and all that. Oh, before the kids, before yeah, before before <laughs> before Pam. Is okay. it Pam? Was was it Pam or Pan? I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of. I, I didn't even get to that part. Oh, okay. I, I think I ended with Cell. Oh, okay. So yeah. you never saw the Kid Buu series. No. Oh, Majin Buu? Majin Buu, yeah. I did watch Majin Buu. Yeah, I mean, see, that's so, kind of ridiculous. He can destroy the whole universe. It's just, it's kind of like fucking... He destroys himself, too, <laughs> in, in destroying the universe. Did you know that? I, I didn't know. That's like, like he, 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 like, he, like, shoots a beam that's so powerful, he, he himself gets destroyed, but it leaves, like, one cell of his that he, like, regenerates. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you ever notice in Dragon Ball Z though that like most of like the majority of all the enemies were killed by like a spirit or like either they were killed by a spirit bomb or they spent like two episodes building up the spirit bomb and it didn't work. Oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's always been a spirit bomb involved. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the spirit bomb is where they like they They, he Goku would like raise his hands up in the air like give me your energy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, okay, so go, those are old ones. What's a what's a more contemporary one? I mean, you, you gave me I'm a, 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 mega a comic. Kill. I mean, there's some, dude. There's some good. There's some good like um, contemporary like, ones. I'm like, not too. Sh- I'm kind of out of this. Scene. I heard there's something called like something something academia. I mean, there's My Hero Academia. I yeah, I heard seen that, that one's good. It's on uh, Netflix. I mean, there's also uh, well, come on. There's a classic. Uh, Hajime no Ippo, the boxing one. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that one I, I've watched. That's a classic one. Um, now, if you want, now are we talking just anime with fighting or like? See me, I'm kind of romantic. Yeah. Uh, I, no, they have like one like your, your like, Lion April. 
Well, you know I'm watching that right now. It's uh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah it's competitive. about I the piano. It's yeah, that. it's competitive. You yeah. know, uh, I, I'm on episode they can three. Make anything dramatic, dude. Japanese anime. are good. Um, another one that's a little bit older is uh, uh, Honey and Clover. That's about these uh, art students who just graduate, who are graduating, who are about to graduate from uh, art school, and they talk about some of the similar stuff. I think Jack. Ja- I think any high performer. But particularly, I think the Japanese, who are such perfectionists, I believe, um, yeah. is that they make everything dramatic because basically it always comes down to that dilemma like, oh, I'm an art student, but why is that guy who doesn't work as hard as me better than me? You know? Why does. And yeah. there's that kind of. And what's interesting about, uh, I think. Uh, uh, Honey and Clover is it, it's there's a love love story is the central thing, but they also touch on this idea of talent and also like finding finding your own way. Like even if you're not as good as that guy or that guy or who, there's always gonna be someone better than you who doesn't work as hard as you. You know, there's always gonna be that guy. Oh, I hate that guy. I hate, you. We all hate that guy. But guess what? There's there you have your own path yeah. and you and no one can tell you what that is. You have to find that for yourself. And I think that's central to all anime or to all storytelling to I did my voice got hella high there. But to yeah. all storytelling. To <laughs> but, all, but that doesn't happen in Dragon Ball Z though. Because Goku works hard. Work, Goku is he he's got talent, he works hard. Exactly, see. And he's a good guy. See, he he's got the that's what happens when you have both of those things. When you have the talent and you work hard. That's why I like Vegeta. Fuck Goku. Fuck, fuck Goku. Goku, don't beat me up. But he's a fictional character. Uh, but Vegeta, dude, he's like... He's a, short. He's short. He's got a chip on his shoulder, but he loves his son. And he's... Deep uh, down, yeah. Deep, deep down, down. He doesn't he show really love. He's like my father. Or <laughs> 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 right, he's like a lot of he, he, But deep down, he loves his son. Like, dude, that one episode where Trunks comes and says, Father, let me fight with you. He's like a little kid. Vegeta, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh when, when these guys to beat Majin Buu. And then Vegeta hugs him. And then he punches him in the stomach. Oh. And then and then Goten is like, what What are you doing, What man? are you doing? What are you doing? Are, that's your son. And then he's like, Piccolo, get, get him out of here, man. I got he just it. He knocked these kids who are like freaking... Okay, if, if, if... Well, first off, okay, even though they're only eight, they, they're still fighting, like... Dude, these kids monster. are, like, at least blue belt level, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they could kill 99.9% of the organisms in, in the universe, but Vegeta, boom, boom, you get out of here. We got yeah. I got a job he, to do. He, like, he, like, makes him... Well, spoilers... He like Spoiler, makes okay, he turn like off right now, but and go ahead. Yeah. Like a super old. <laughs> yeah, he like he like blew himself up to yeah, try he, to defeat him, but to he try he yeah. But the the thing I don't the, with Dragon Ball. Sorry, this is a, this is a crazy tangent, but I like it. Um, Me too. It's, it's like death doesn't have really consequences in, in Dragon Ball, really. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Because like, uh, how many times does Krillin come back? Right, come on, Krillin. Like yeah, and I feel bad for Krillin because he. Yeah doesn't have much to offer like, he doesn't he yeah. offers some comedy but not even that yeah. much yeah but Pick- he was actually much better in, in regular dragon Ball. yeah yeah and yeah. he had to ma- he couldn't even find like a human girl he had to marry an android <sighs> yeah that cool. android's pretty hot though exactly. android 18 oh have or- you seen sword art online oh i heard that was good yeah. i saw like one or two episodes how do you feel about I it finished it yeah how do you how do you feel about it i'm just like okay about it like my friends all love it but i'm just i like the concept the concept was cool okay because they're all like yeah. trapped in the game right or something yeah like that. yeah in yeah. the first season yeah they're trapped in the game um what about movies 
Movies, uh, I mean, Your Name was really good, I thought. That's yeah, like the, I haven't seen that one yet. Did you see that one, Dan? Or? Yeah, Have yeah, you yeah. seen My Neighbor Totoro? J.J. Abrams is going to make a live action. Oh, oh dude, mine, yeah, yeah, see that painting over, uh, let me see if I can get on the video. Yeah, there's a watercolor over there, um, over, yeah, right there. <laughs> uh, that's, um, yeah, My Neighbor Totoro. Guess, hey, guess what I'm going to be for Halloween, guys? Totoro? Yeah, Do you know the story behind Totoro? What? Have you seen it, Dan? Have you seen the movie? I've, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I've seen it. Spoiler alert story. to everybody. Uh-huh. I've seen it. And I, I hope I don't ruin this for anyone, but Totoro is actually the angel of death. Okay. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. what? Think about it. Totoro only showed up anytime somebody like disappeared or died. Are those kids dead? I've actually never seen the movie because it kind of like, like I read that, I read it, I was scrolling through something and I read it and it kind of ruined it for me. Like, well, now I can't watch it. But yeah, they you say should that watch Totoro, it. It's I, they say that Totoro is the angel of death because like he always shows up. I I watched my neighbor Totoro thinking he's super cute and loving, and he he's loving yeah. cute. But since you said that, it kind of confirmed my yeah. my feeling. There's a level of danger with him. Exactly. There's See? a level of like he's got big ass teeth. He could chop you. There's like yeah. a certain ominous. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't even know the word. He, uh, see, this because I got punched in the head today. So, uh, <laughs> ominous, <laughs> ominous, nature, ominous nature of him that's kind of really? underlying. Yeah. I think so. There's underlying. And if, if you like, I don't know. I think there's like some there's like some scene where they're like playing in the water or something, right? You should watch it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's like some scene where they're playing you know, in the water. Yeah. You should watch it with that idea in mind as like the angel of death because I don't know if that that uh, applies at the very end. Do you show that to your kids? It's <laughs> like, hey, well, no, well, hey, watched it. Well, no, what, what what I read about it was that okay, so like in like like one of the examples is that like he shows up when they're like playing in the water or something, uh-huh. where like I guess one of like the little girls like almost drowns or something like that. Oh, okay. Right, and then it like real world story that actually happened where like these two girls were like playing. Oh my gosh! So like that was like based. That's dark. Like that that is part. Where did you read this? Is it like a Reddit or something? This was like or subreddit. Honest, this was like one of those Instagram like did you know? <laughs> like, those, like those that did you know page oh, that gives you know? like all these fun facts. And he goes, Did you know my neighbor Totoro was Totoro's the angel of death? Come on, Dude, man, I haven't seen it yet. I'm so like you, like I could be on IMDV for like hours looking yeah. up the trivia section, the trivia section of movies. Dude, yeah. that's and my shit. That's it my takes shit. You down, it takes you down. A uh, rabbit hole. A oh, rabbit hole. So yeah, deep. Because yeah. like, hey, that's not enough. I need to find yeah, another site. Like, like, yeah. it, no, but like, yeah, when I was like looking up that Totoro stuff. Yeah. Like once it like once it like went to the articles. Yeah. And then you know like everything's in black and white. Yeah. I'm like all right, I'm done. That's when, <laughs> that's when it starts to get creepy for me, dude. Is when you see like old timey black and white photos. Yeah. That's, that's when it gets too scary. I was like, I'm um, done. Yeah. Now, now I really want you to watch that because with that idea that the angel of death, I'm gonna watch it again. I, I think at some point because my kids will watch it. Yeah. Uh, but have you seen Princess Mononoke? Yeah, yeah I've seen yeah. it. I love that movie. Because that one's about his ca- fight with cancer. Oh. oh, that makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. You know how like it like starts, the forest gets like taken It's like almost like a tumor. Yeah, that thing coming out of his, yeah. like that, that, that. Yeah, uh, oh, how the whole force yeah. is like getting taken over. It's like his body getting taken over by cancer. Nausicaa, so that's sense. a classic one. It's yeah. similar concept. It's like these, these, in, these the, the spores. The spores yeah. Um, Nausicaa's classic. Uh, oh, um, there's the boy. There's bo- uh, boy and the beast. That's a newer one. That's not bad. It's about uh, a boy. He gets 
he finds himself, spoiler, in the beast world. There's the beast world and there's the human world, right? And he gets lost. You guys might like this because he trains with the beast on how to fight mm. and basically fight other beasts as a human. But it's a little bit kind of like, oh, so this human can be in the beast world yeah. and then be better than a beast. It's kind of like, you know, human savior. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but there's a, there's, a, there's a twist at the end that kind of makes up for it. So Born the Beast is good. I recommend that. Your name, I liked a lot. because yeah. um, um, Princess Mononoke and like yeah. My Neighbor, those are all um, Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Was your name really that much? Okay, like if you think about like Studio Ghibli movies, it, was your name really better than Studio Ghibli it's movies? It's a different style. It's like a different animal. It's creature. a different st- animal. Yeah, it's like very like anime-y. It's anime, but it's smart in how it plays with time. Uh, mm-hmm. and, I haven't seen it though. And, and, and body and, 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 and romance. Okay. Okay? Because um, you want me to spoil it no, or no? I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, don't, okay, don't, yeah. I'll, I'll leave you with that. And I think uh, just um, it's, it's really interesting the way it. Wait, yeah. Was your name by Studio Ghibli? No, no, no it it's, it's by no. another guy. Yeah, yeah, but like everybody said that like, like that movie like beat all of like Studio Ghibli's records. Yeah, it beat all the like records. That. Yeah, yeah, high well, scores. The yeah. thing is, like, if you like watch all of Studio Ghibli stuff, there's a, a lot of like really weird, fantastical things about yeah. it. Yeah, like, Totoro is like this like gigantic cat like thing, and then oh, spoiler, and Man, Howl's Moving Castle is like something that moves around. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Spirited Away. Yeah, Princess Mononoke, yeah. okay. and um, the one about the airplanes or something. Oh, during like um, World War Two, where this guy's like dreaming about the wind rises. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The wind rises is kind of oh. a downer. I don't. Yeah. That one was just like you know, like that's like a like, drama. Yeah, like nothing's happening that whole movie, and then like the one thing that does happen is just heartbreakingly sad. Yeah. The the director for the original um, Japanese uh, voice actor for that main character, the guy with the glasses, is Hideki Anno. Oh. And he uh, he did uh, Evangelion. That's some of the posters I have yeah. up here. And I he, feel like. Yeah. Sorry, I feel like a lot of the times though, when with those movies, like it's not done justice for a lot of the people that watch it in America when they do like the voiceovers. Because oh. it's so, yeah. like like when, when uh, Joseph, like no disrespect to Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yeah. but when he was doing it. With the wind rises? Yeah. yeah. It was just so like blah. Oh no. Like he's like, oh wow, this is great. Jeez. Like that's, that was, you know, yeah, that's yeah. literally how one of the... But Kiki's delivery service was dope. Oh, who did you that? remember that one? I haven't seen I that. I think that was, yeah. that was Studio Ghibli, wasn't it? Well, you, you talk yeah, about the dub was good, or you talk about the the film itself. Like the film good. itself and the dub. And the dub was good. yeah. Okay. With uh, what was her name? Uh, the original Mary, the original Mary Jane. Uh, Kristen Dunst. Kristen Dunst, yeah. Yep, that was her. Um, hmm. What I was gonna say was, uh, the, there's very rarely any good dubs that for me personally I always watch the original voice acting uh, Japanese act and subtitles but Cowboy Bebop dude Cowboy Bebop's voice dub is on point it is on point a a lot of times when they do voice dubs too they take out some of like the poeticness yeah yeah of it like like when like I was like watching um, Gundam Lightning Bolt okay something like that yeah and then um I read, I, I watched like the first ten minutes in like dub, yeah, and I was like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> this is too much reading. I'm missing a lot of the action. Like, I can't believe you killed him. And then, 
Oh no, it wasn't dubbed. I was watching the first 10 minutes subtitled, right? Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe you killed him. And I was like, what? He killed him? It's because I was reading the subtitles. Uh. I didn't see that they killed him. Right? Oh, okay, okay. So you gotta like, work I, on your peripheral yeah. vision, yeah. <laughs> like, so like, so like, I watched it in, in, in dub and then they said something like, oh, um, he's been killed. But and then like, like originally it was like, um, you, you took his life away or something like that, you know? Oh. Like, just, like, the poeticness yeah, of, yeah. like, the translation. Like, for whatever reason, they, like, dumb it down okay. in, in English when mm. they dub it. Which I think it would have been better if they just used the original translations. Yeah, and that's the, that's the art of, and that's the curse of, I think, dubbing. It's, like, picking and choosing your battles. You're yeah. Like, like with any translation. I did some translation work recently for um, for a friend and it was like for, it was crazy. Like um, it wasn't for like a movie, it was for like like certain patients, right? Yeah. And that were saying some weird stuff, right? Um, and I, it was strange for me. I was just like, because I'm an English native speaker, so going from Chinese to English is better than for English to Chinese. I couldn't, I couldn't do the other way. But from Chinese to English, and I just realized like, whoa, there's no way to say this in yeah. English. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, well, yeah. The, and then also, I mean, there is a way to get yeah. the idea of it, but it's not the same. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't translate it word for word sometimes. Like, right. like in Tagalog. Yeah. Um, there's like this phrase, like sip sip. Okay. You know, when, and that base that literally, like if you translate it, it basically means like, like if you're eating chicken, yeah. You're like, Oh, sip sip the, the bones. Meaning like, like, clean the bone off completely like don't oh. leave any meat but there's no like word that says sip sip you know it's like a phrase oh, okay you know okay. it's but, like yeah, yeah yeah but it's all and then also like you know like in like the ufc when they're like interviewing the fighters yeah and then that fighter is just like starts pointing like it's like raising his voice and then they give it to the translator what do you say like yeah he had a good fight and he's really happy about it you know it's kind of like that sometimes right yeah um Cool. I mean, uh, Dan, how are you on time? Uh, I'm pretty good. I'm. I just have to like do some chores and stuff, but yeah. I mean, what, what do you feel? Should we wrap it or? I'm good for good. whatever. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah. okay. With with the anime, I'm trying to think. Uh. Yeah. Boy and the Beast. Cool. Yeah. Did you like think of another one? Like I. I like Shokugeki no Soma. What's that? It's a cooking show. Oh, oh is that the one where like they took a bite and then like like. Yeah, everything like all the clothes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that one? I saw, I saw like a clip of it. On Facebook I thought, or I something. thought it was like hentai. Yeah, I, I thought like, it was hentai. I was like, whoa, like I'm getting really turned on, yeah. and I feel weird. You know? It was like, it was like going on, and then I was like, I was like, man, I'm glad nobody's home. But like at the same time, like I'm not gonna stop watching this because I kind of want to see where this goes. And then at the same time, I'm thinking like, is this real or did somebody make this to like make fun of something? To you fuck know? with me, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but not. But the food. They they actually talk about the actual techniques yeah. of how how things are made. Oh wow! It's really good. It's really well researched as far as how they get more deliciousness out of certain types of foods. Yeah. yeah. So, Dan, yeah, I mean, because you you do have some contact with Japanese culture, like what's there? It seems to be the sort of very. I I don't I don't think I've seen it in other cultures as pr- pronounced as in Japanese culture. This kind of pursuit of perfection right and there's this pursuit of perfection to the point where you they go to wabi-sabi right where it's like oh it's so perfect that i have to make an imperfection to make it 
not as perfect or something. Right? Yeah. Well, wabi sabi, <laughs> that's almost. That's not how I understand right? it. Right. I don't um, know. I didn't even know what about wabi sabi until recently. Really. Yeah. But uh, it's like the beauty of imperfection. Okay. Mm. Because it's just naturally that way. But it seems like Japanese are so obsessed with perfection, or I I don't know. Do you do you see that in Japanese culture, or I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- this is the way it was explained to me um, when I was um, working for a Japanese company. The way Japanese people approach imperfection versus like Koreans and and Chinese people, like Japanese people, if there's a slight imperfection in anything, they'll reject the order and just like send it back to you. The Koreans will like. Bitch about it and ask for a discount, <laughs> right? They'll just like you know, there's like a slight imperfection, you know, blah 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 blah, and then you know, discount. Chinese people is like, just give us a discount on it, and we'll just call it a day. Yeah, they're more chill about it, or yeah, they, well, they're chill enough that they'll just like take the discount. And America just goes, I oh, will just put it in the discount store or the the outlet mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or but it's just the way the Japanese people are. I mean, it, it's a, it must it's be a tough, good man. idea, right? Yeah. If you're gonna do something, you might as well do it to the best of your mm-hmm. ability. And that's where that's something where uh, I don't know if it's like the Japanese thing is like, you don't pursue art, but you just try to pursue perfection. And art art comes out of it or something like that. Huh. I, don't, I don't know what the exact quote was, but it was something to that effect. I mean, there's a Japanese term for that, right? Where like the guy, the Jiro, uh, Jiro dreams of sushi, like all these guys. They're, they are masters at their craft, right? Because that's all yeah. they do. There's like, I forget the term for it, but um, basically they, they've dedicated their life to, to like roof tiling, making sushi, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, fixing bikes, you know, mm-hmm. like all these like... Making all, tea. Making tea. Like all these like it's a very zen thing though. Dude, yeah. and it's like pretty dope and I... But that's like like something that's like it has talks about like um, your culture too because like in Japan like they you have something like that and it's like applauded you right, know what I mean yeah, yeah. like in, in like with this like Jiro dreams of sushi yeah. he makes the best sushi right. and he's like applauded for it right. that guy who does tiles he's apl- making tea he's applauded for it yeah. here in America yeah. it's like dude what you're trying to make you know how like they have like you broke yeah, like, <laughs> like they have those competitions for like baristas and stuff yeah because like they do like the thing with the the the, the the, the cream yeah, the milk and, and then they make yeah. the froth and they make the designs it's like no one's gonna applaud them you know what I mean uh, it's like dude like get like a real job but like in Japan it's like you have like this idea right. like this concept let it flourish let it flourish you yeah, know yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, one of my friends Instagrams is like <laughs> he's making like cats and with yeah. the coffee with yeah. the and cream. then they, they, they like, have Whoa. like the like they get like a little paintbrush and they go <laughs> they like paint the foam yeah. to make like cats right yeah. no I re- that's mar- like guess what can you do that? Exactly. Can you do no, that? No, yeah, like that, like like I said, like that takes a lot of skill. But Dude, at the same yeah. time, like you know, can like, you make money from it? Exactly. That's what and America's that's, all. Can you make money from it? Exactly. Whereas I think um, at the same time, I like that has validity. Like, can you make money off of it? It does. That, makes, that has validity. There is some, validity but like in Japan, like you know, that do Jiro. He's making money. He's right? making money. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if he's still alive though. I don't think he's still alive. Uh, I'm not too sure, but but it's like the idea of. Oh, like any martial artist, right? Mm. Any martial artist or musician, you kind of like for the art. Yeah, you do it for, the, and you have to hone your craft. Mm-hmm. You're always like practicing to get better and better and better. Right. It's a very like Zen way of doing things. Right. And I think why? Yeah, go ahead. Why waste your fucking time doing anything if you're not going to do it well? Exactly. Do it well. Yeah, yeah. 
I do think it depends, but this goes back to your other point, like what do you get out of it? Okay, so there's guys who are, okay, I used to train, I did some Tai Chi in the park before, like these old, you know, Ais and like aunties and, and yeah. this older gentleman. And their Tai Chi level was like whatever, but I learned the forms from him. Mm-hmm. I respected it and, you know, it was a convenient time. So I went and I, I learned the forms. But then in my own time, I went to, I wanted to perfect the moves a little bit more. And I had, I sought some outside help. But those, those uh, ladies, are they wasting time? They're they're never really getting to the deep core of Tai Chi. They're just kind of just doing the movements and they, they think but it's I think, fun. But I yeah. think it kind of means like also like in the sense of like what you're getting out of it. Right. And I they, mean like they're probably getting a lot out of it. Yeah, like they enjoy it. It's more of like a community thing. Hey, how's it yeah. going? And then they do the moves. And, and I'm thinking like it's like health or like inner health. peace or yeah, something. Yeah. Like Like I mean like when like they're like older, you know, like they need something to like, like they need like the movement. Right, and then like that's what they're getting. It's almost kind of like yoga. In a yeah, way. yeah. Um, when, I, I, when they do it to that level, I guess my 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 I guess my devil advocate hat would be that um, yeah, you can do yeah. Why why do anything if you do well? But the thing is, it also depends on your uh, yeah what you're getting out of it and what what does it mean to be like perfect because i think there is because on the flip side of that kind of we were plotting that mentality of being like the best barista or being the best towel maker these are all zen like in group uh very worthy pursuits yeah. right in japan in right? Ja- well yeah and i because and, like here in america like if you're like the best barista ever you know <laughs> yeah you're, I, I, I i didn't mean to laugh but it's just like and i'm sorry like you know like you're the best barista ever What's your reward for it? You become manager of that Starbucks. Sure. And then, but like, being like the manager of the Starbucks, it's still kind of like frowned upon. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people like look at it and be like, dude, that's not a, a real job. That's not like a career. Right. You know what I mean? But the thing is, it's not about that for that person. Yeah. It's no, about yeah, the sometimes. art, right? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. But I'm saying, what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is that for some people, it's okay if you... Don't pursue it in that way. I mean, yeah. you're not gonna be like the optimal performer, or you're never gonna get to the deeper yeah. breath level. But, like some people are just. But if you want just the surface level, like Tai Chi move like that, yeah. and you feel good, then that, then I can't I can't hate on that. You yeah. Know? Like some people know. are just doing the barista thing to pave their way through college. Yeah. And they just so happen to become manager through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I like mean, it's, it's yeah. not like their end goal a lot sometimes. Right. So I mean, that I mean I don't think that. I don't think that's really against your point. Like, to do something, why not, why why don't you try? I think it's just that it depends on your intention, I guess, right? Well, uh, those people who are doing tai chi in the park, that's not the thing that they're just doing for whatever the reason, right? But if you find someone who's like a master, they're just that's their craft, right? Those are the people who are going to perfect it. Japanese people like Jiro, I'm sure he he does other things. Sure. Well, maybe not Jiro, but. <laughs> Um, he just dreams about sushi, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, like, does something else. Oh, like, like uh, another cook or whatever, or, or uh, a craftsman who does like tiles or whatever. He might, you know, dabble with something else, but he doesn't really care. Yeah. Uh, it's not a hobby for them. Yeah. That's their life. Yeah. yeah. But the people that you're talking about in the park, you know, Tai Chi is not their life. Right, right. They haven't made a. Career and those people it. who like, um, were like, it's not their like, it's not their hobby. You know, like it's their life. Uh, like. Their their hobbies, 
that that the things that that are their hobbies are usually things to improve their their life. Okay, you know what I mean? Right. Like 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 say like someone does jujitsu. Yeah. And that's their life. Sure. For some people, it's just be a hobby, right? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. people who whose jujitsu is their life, Marcelo Garcia. Yeah, yeah like yeah. their hobbies would be like, oh, going to the gym, working out, you know, meditating, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But all that stuff resent like goes back to just jujitsu. Yeah, improving their oh, like oh. their main goal. You know what I mean? Like why why are they refreshing? You know why yeah. like they're taking time off? Oh, that's so good. When they it's come back actually, to jujitsu, it's actually like to be better at like jujitsu. Mm, you know? So it's like all these wells are f- still filling the same yeah. pond, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you know, like you're I don't still... know if that analogy makes sense, but yeah, <laughs> no, it, it, it can't. All the <laughs> all the rivers, all the streams flow to the same ocean. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's basically it. Like all, like you know, like it's their life. They have hobbies, but in a sense, like it's still for like the like that's how much they love it. You know what I mean? Like right. it's all for like the greater pursuit. Mm. of what what they want no there's something beautiful about that yeah, yeah definitely yeah. okay I, I think we should uh, let's uh, finish it up any last thoughts or comments or I mean yeah. oh yeah yeah I'll go go ahead I was gonna say dude did you guys realize I think a lot of also with um, like anime back to it um, <laughs> anime like, I'm writing down anime like, like I think like with like in Japan like anime, since it's like so ingrained in J- Japanese culture, that like it's okay. Like anybody watches uh, anime yeah. in Japan, you yeah. know. Like like that's why they're able to make like dramas and stuff in anime. Mm-hmm, yeah. But here in America, like it's all very kid like. Like to be watching cartoons. Yeah, yeah. it's the and that's why anime. that's why when it's like dubbed, like they change it to be more kid like. Like in oh. like in like in you know like in Digimon. Like I didn't watch it, but okay. yeah. Well, so like in Digimon, there's like this 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 one animal that like like it never digivolved to like like a huge uh, cliffhanger, like a huge like what's that part where like it goes up on the on the plot chart? Oh, the climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A huge climax. He digivol he digivolves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in, in the J- Japanese version, they're like, oh my gosh, Patamon, he digivolved. It's great, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, in the in the English dub, they're like, oh, I want to take him home with me. Oh God, no, stop, <laughs> stop, right, right, stop, stop. Exa- no, I'm serious, bro. That's what they do. That you know that pain. It's painful, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like when I saw. So yeah, I think I, th- I like. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Like that's stupid. That's no, but like, like yeah. the whole like they they bring it like they brought like that's like America's view of anime that it's always like. I mean, right. for like a younger generation, like you got to give well, that up. I think it's changing because like Pixar movies are are, are definitely for adults as well as for kids. They're getting yeah, better, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, I was thinking about this anime thing. Um, I know we talked about how like uh, the eyes look different. Oh yeah, and <laughs> back to the, the look, yeah, yeah, yeah. look American or whatever, or not not Japanese. But if you look at their portrayal of foreigners. What's mm-hmm. ironic is the eyes are actually smaller. <laughs> mm. They're like shifty looking. They're like more rectangular. Oh. I, I'll, I'll send you like a, I'll send like a, <laughs> a picture or something to, to James and he can take a look and, and show it. It's kind of like how in, in, um, in Simpsons, the white people are Asian and the yellow people are white. You know, like. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, dude. And, and then, you know, Smithers used to be black, or I think he is black, or I don't oh, know. Really? Oh, really? You know, in Simpsons, originally... I, I think it was because of the coloring was off in the earlier episodes, but yeah. Originally, um, Krusty and Homer were supposed to be the same person. Whoa. That's why they're, like, uh, built the same. Yeah. 
but like they like never like follow through on that. Idea. Well, there's that episode where he 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 steps in as Krusty, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Spoiler, I stopped watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, uh, what was I gonna say about that? Uh, I think. Hideki Anno, the uh, Evangelion director, he made a good point that he was saying how kids should be. Uh, I I don't know if I fully agree with this, but there's some something some truth to it. But kids should be exposed to the world uh, in a way that they that they understand that the world contains certain elements. You know, mm-hmm. now that doesn't mean show porn to kids. That would not be correct. But more that he he. <laughs> I just thought of that that food thing. Oh yeah, that food anime like but kids can't he, watch that. But he was saying like he he feels that kids should be exposed to the reality of of life. Yeah, and that's kind of like you see his anime. His anime is some dark ass shit. But I think also Studio Ghibli is pretty good at exposing the reality and hardships of being a parent or being like uh, of being lost my answer or cancer in sort of like a symbolic way that the kids they might not understand it but they feel it you know yeah and they're they're learning from that that's true so i think it's a shame that uh american dubs are trying to take that part away yeah. because i don't know when i don't know they how- do something where like they take away some of the um like the sincerity yeah of like the anime or i mean the, of the cartoon let me ask you guys do you is there something in your as your childhood that you felt that you were too young to see um for me personally like maybe some of the porn i i I came across (laughs) like i told dan the story about like some kid throwing me a a bag of porn one time and um like in my neighborhood and i was just like you know what i don't know if i was old enough to see that because i was i i I looked at it but it was really intriguing i didn't stop yeah (laughs) um so, do, is it was it helpful for me? Um, I think it oversexed me a little bit and gave me some weird ideas about women. But yeah. um, but my girlfriend said that I was I was uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't it's yeah. personal. Okay, TMI, TMI warning. But like, yeah, my ex girlfriends were like, "Damn, James, wow, how do you know how to do that stuff?" Or like, hey. and I was like, I don't know. I just. And I and you know I kind of I quit porn now, but like for the longest. How'd you do that, man? I had to go cold turkey. Okay, I I did. Uh, I was I was watching and I watched like a TED talk about why this guy stopped watching porn. And mm-hmm. I was reading some articles about like how what can, it can do to you, like, like porn can serotonin kind of, levels or something? serotonin levels. It can change. Um, it can change your perception of women. Also, it can mess with brain chemistry a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like a drug. It's like yeah. it's like it's kind of like. Why people have food addictions? There's it's similar uh, systems as yeah. like porn addictions, right? Dude, I feel like it. Yeah. If you do it too much, yeah. Like when, like when I go through like my, my phases of like I'm doing it a lot, <laughs> I feel like I get weird. Like I'm like no. a weird person. You I, know I what feel I mean? bad. Like, yeah. Like, like your conversations with people like aren't as good. And I'll get flashes know? of those images. Yeah. You know, and I'm like I I, I shouldn't. <laughs> oh my god. No, yeah. dude. Like there was this, there was this one time, like I I uh, I had to get physical therapy. Okay. And so this was like, like during the phase when I was like watching a lot. <laughs> and so like, wait, I, American, Japanese, or everything, or like, what do you do? What do you watch? Um, I like. Hispanic. You have to. You have to get two person. If you don't watch share, don't don't share. Yeah. I like Hispanic stuff. I like Hispanic ah, girls. Ah, you're um, on, you're on that tab. You go okay. I'll click that tab. <laughs> yeah. So so um, 
So like I went to get something to eat first, right? And I yeah. think I like I ate too much because like uh, when I was doing like the physical therapy, you know, like they were kind of just like sensing like the trigger points. Yeah. So I was like laying down and I was like kind of like falling asleep. Yeah. And I was like starting to like dream, right? And then it was starting to go to those to those <laughs> images and I was like, no, hey, get, get back in it. Hey, focus, focus. <laughs> you know, because like normally you could be like, all right, you know, I'm just going to take a nap real quick. But it's like, no, dude, you got to stay awake. <laughs> You're wearing thin shorts, bro. You're good. Stay awake. Stay awake. <laughs> But yeah, dude, you get weird. You, you're yeah. like weird when, when. Yeah. I feel like you some like, and sometimes like if you're like, like around people. Yeah. Like you could, like pick somebody in the room, and be like, yeah, that guy probably watches too much porn. Yeah, and there's there's a certain <laughs> energy level. Like I mean, I don't know how many times you uh, fap a week or like you know, but I'm trying to limit how many times I do a week because if I do it. So you fap without watching porn? I I can I can jack off without watching porn. Yeah. I mean, I could too, but it's like why? I could I you want like you want a healthy prostate that's why that is true right but I try to limit how much I mas- I don't do it every day like I used to you could lose sensitivity because I don't my energy level is not as good if yeah. I if I if I do if I masturbate every day that's and, true and like I I tried it okay it's tough I tried it just once a week before and dude like it was I was I was energetic though yeah but like like I was. You're grouchy. Oh my god! You have too much energy at night. And I would, I would, I would get hard. I would, <laughs> I would get erections at like the slightest things, you know. Oh, dude! Yeah. Like, like if a cat like sits on your lap. <laughs> no, no, no! Like, and then like it like brushes, it like brushes against you, <laughs> and then like it runs off. And you're like, oh no! No, it'd be like, um, I've had Dunkin' Donuts. She's like, oh, here's your donut. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> oh, did you just say nut? <laughs> did you just say like, did you want me or like? Yeah. And she's not even that high. I'm like, yeah. so there's a balance. So I try to do it not as many times. I don't do it every day. Maybe every, you know, like each person has their own. I think it's also like uh, yeah. staying busy too. Yeah, and I, I don't. I, I um I try to use that sexual energy towards like creative projects like podcasting or like writing or. Or, you know, and also in jiu-jitsu, you know, <laughs> I don't want to... Yeah, you know, yeah, I was thinking it, about it, too. Yeah, no, in martial arts, that because I, I don't know if this is... Dan, I don't know if you can speak to this or if you know any studies about this, but I think that sexual energy, those systems are part of your also your physical systems as well, your your fighting systems and yeah. and your creative juice. Testosterone. They, yeah, testosterone. The creative, they call it creative juices, but mm-hmm. it might be similar juices. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's just testosterone. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, D- Dan, you said you had a point before we head out, or yeah? Uh, not a point. I just sent you uh, guys like a link to this anime for a major. It's like a pictures, but they'll if you look at that that link, there are guys on the left who are clearly Americans, and the, the rest of the people are like uh, Asian. But you'll see that the eyes look a little bit different. Oh, yeah. they're, they're more they're more like glaring, like like they're always angry or something. Yeah, but there's like uh, the foreigners are definitely blonde and blue eyed and all that stuff. Right, yeah, yeah. If you look at the Asian ones, I mean, the eyes are much bigger. They're huge. They're like round eyes, yeah. Yeah, Um, but they're big. Yeah, that's true. I mean... Yeah, like, do you see the girls? They do like the, like the loop kind of technique for the eyes. And you know what? Like, Dan, like, why, why are the, why are all these animes have people who are Japanese, but they have blonde hair? I don't know. I, I, you're like, it's like you're a resident uh, expert. Because, but like, well, the, I, I read about this. It's because um, if you make everyone with black hair, everyone yeah. looks the same after a while. There are too many similarities. 
So it's they just want something distinguished. Mm. So that's it's just they have like, like purple hair and stuff. Okay, so that's why they have purple hair, blue hair, blonde hair, red hair. Yeah, like things that are like a little bit more idealistic, I guess. You know, and yeah, I if you even look at Watch Macross, I mean, somebody had green hair. Yeah, Watch was, what? Uh, um, Robotech Macross. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's older. That's that's more your yeah. generation, Dan. I mean, like that's I actually. Know, but it, my brother was into it. He's only five years older than me, and like he was deep into Robotech. But yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know. You guys have any language corner things or? Uh, no, I don't, I don't. Not today. Not today. Yeah. Any, Do you have one? Um. Let me think. I I I don't have anything prepped. Uh. Let's see. Wait, well, did I ever cover Maywaku? I probably covered my Maywaku. What's Maywaku? I think you might have. May- yeah, Maywaku is like the idea of like not causing trouble for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Japan, yeah. it's like an, yeah, it's an all for all society. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't have anything then. Um, I guess. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I, I have like uh, simple phrases like okay, uh, right? So zendama yeah. means really, right? And Japanese is hontoni, right? So like you say, oh, yeah. is that for reals? Like, like, oh, really? And uh, that's a pretty, you know, pretty useful phrase. Um, I mean... I can do the slang version in Japanese. What's the slang version of that? Homakaina. Wakaina. Homakaina. It's a Osaka style. Kansai style. Oh, oh wow, okay. That, that means the same thing. Yeah, hontoni. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's a uh, homakaina. Yeah. Oh, going back to porn. <laughs> 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 That's <laughs> you know I there's some there's bukake? some uh, what? That, I don't know we're talking bukake, about Japanese yeah there's bukake there's uh porn. there's like dude talk about perfection right like yeah. the Japanese they've. Uh, They've, dude, they've perfected they the weirdest. Stuff, they've perfected the weirdest. I fetishes. wish I knew Japanese so I could watch. Yeah, like Japanese ones. I mean, and like, like who would have think of like, yeah, Bukaki or like, okay, and you know, like, oh, dude, oh, that's why I can't watch animes subbed because like their voices and when like they scream and stuff, yeah, kind of just sounds like a Japanese. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. like, <laughs> or like they, you know, they, like. Okay, so so here here's some Japanese phrases I've learned, and you can probably tell where I've learned it from. Oh, jigai, jigaya, or like uh, um, yamete, or they, or they they say, or like oh. I think you learned um, that in a Japanese church. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, oh, kimochi, kimochi. You know, like um, don't close your eyes when you do. Ah, oh, sorry. Stop, I'm stop sorry. like, stop being so into it when you so, say it. So so I so this is why I stopped. I had to stop watching oh, I feel it. because. It just when I'm okay. Real talk. I, I meet a Japanese girl. I like, yeah. when I was deep into Japanese porn. I meet a Japanese girl. I'm like, oh, um, I, I get weird. I get weird. Yeah. Yeah, because I I get flashed. <laughs> yeah, I get weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, it's okay. kind of like there's because like you know you shouldn't be doing it, even yeah. though like it's not really like everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah. But then like in your head you're kind of like, man, I hope like nobody here knows that like yeah. I like jacked off today or something. Yeah. yeah. Like I jacked like ten minutes before like. Yeah, I just my, finished. You know what I mean? It's a Western thing. It's totally a Western thing. Ja- Japanese people have no like <clears throat> issues about it. I mean, you read Aziz Ansari's Modern Romance. Uh-huh. It's like no big deal. Yeah. Oh, well, watching I mean, I porn or what? Or watching porn, anything like sexual in nature. I mean, they they you could get like yeah. Well, yeah, like, at, like like in in Germany, um, 
like their posters and stuff can have like full nudity. Oh wow. Or maybe not full nudity, but like nudity, you know? Huh. But like you wouldn't topless, yeah. Like, you know, like just like like those kind of topics are like so different in other cultures. Maybe it's because yeah. of our um, America's puritanical past, I guess. Or, yeah. Uh, any phrases for you, Aaron? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, okay, so oh, I'm gonna, I want to say this phrase because I, I want to see what you guys think of it because I'll tell you how I thought of it. But my phrase is called, it's um, magulang. 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 Like what, what kind of like emotions or thoughts does that evoke when you hear it? It's, magulang. It sounds kind of sad. Maybe. Yeah, right? Yeah, like yeah, it sounds yeah. heavy. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what it means? It, mean? it means parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Like I was sitting down one time and I was like, "Hey, how do you guys say parents in Tagalog?" And then they were like, "Magulang," and I was like, "Yo, that sounds so like heavy, heavy, dude." And like, like, like when I heard it, it switched, like, like I'm like, "That sounds so," and just like, you know what I mean? Like that's just, which maybe makes sense because like, like to be a parent, it's kind of heavy. Dan, you agree with that? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, think about all these things. I worry about fucking up my kids all the time. Yeah, dude. Oh wow. Yeah. Like, like, um, like, uh, you know, like, like for, like for me and and James, like, if we, like, you know, like we hear something like that happened like in Vegas, right? And we're just kind of like, man, yeah. that really sucks. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, I'm sure like parents, like, they hear like, fuck, what if my kid was there? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, does that happen to you? Well, oh yeah. But the thing is, my. My really good friend Eddie, um, we've talked to him on this podcast. His stepdaughter was there. Oh, oh shit! So he probably and the guy next to her got shot in the neck. Oh, oh damn. my gosh! Yeah, he like he flew out, you know that that night or that day, and it, you know to go pick her up. Yeah, and see, it's just like a constant like. See, it's so heavy, it's dude. It's heavy, dude. To be a parent, it's heavy. Magulang. 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 Yeah. To be a parent, it's heavy stuff. Yeah. Um, Dude, thank you so much, Aaron. Dude, yeah, that's no uh, with this yeah. uh, maybe our longest podcast ever. I think. Uh, ah, cool. yeah. But good. Sh- there's some good stuff in here, kids. Yeah. Listen, there's some good stuff in At here. At the end, just so you know, there's, there's some, some good, good stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> See, for all our hardcore listeners that stayed to us to the end, I think I hopefully you gained something from that. Yeah. I did. I learned something. I did yeah, too. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, okay. Cool. All right. So this is uh, Dan. Any last words? Nope. That's it. Okay. Cool. Cool. So yeah, Dan, why don't you sign out first for us, please? Yeah. This is Dan Yin signing off. Yeah, yeah, Dan. Uh, this is Young, a.k.a. James, signing off. This is Aaron, a.k.a. Fish, a.k.a. The Koi, signing off. <laughs> All right. We love you. And uh, thank you. Bye. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye. That was good.